Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Let's Unpack That. Um, I'm Cheval, I'm here with Cal, and we're going to talk Berserk again. And this time, we're more current than probably the last episode you guys listened <laughs> to. Um, yeah, life stuff happened, but yeah, welcome to episode 8. We are um, going into chapter 3 of the Golden Age, and we're going to restructure things a little differently, different, different this time, which we'll talk about when we you know, jump into it, but, um, but yeah, we were actually, um, already knee deep talking about (laughs) video game stuff. And, um, once again, uh, for you guys who may or may not want to listen to the small talk, we do have, um, content warnings and, you know, different skip stuff in the description. So if you want to just get straight to the stuff, go ahead and click on that, um, in the description or fast forward to that point. So I can talk about, um, Spider-Man for 45 minutes and then cut 20 minutes of it out. But <laughs> uh, you know, as one does, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, um, these recording sessions actually take seven hours every single time. <laughs> um, we have to block out entire days for it. Our spouses hate us. Um. Uh, but actually, though, <laughs> I think we spend like three and a half to four hours recording usually. So if you guys think our episodes are long, uh, they could be a lot longer. So yeah, you're yeah. welcome. Well, I, I was thinking we should keep like I, I've been keeping the raw recordings anyway because I have a like fucking like five terabyte hard drive or some stupid shit like right. that. But um, I was thinking we could like release like within like you know with some stuff that we want cut out, cut out. But like just the uncut episodes. Oh Christ! Yeah, do a <laughs> Patreon just, where we. Just yeah, yeah, with a Patreon. Episodes. You want three hours? Go ahead, take the three hours with like you know probably just ramble about private stuff cut shit. out. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Um, no, Craig hears everything. Craig has heard all. <laughs> yeah. Craig is traumatized heavily by our discussions. We we spare you guys from a lot. You're welcome. Yeah. Sony just did their like showcase and uh I'm gonna let Cheval lead it because he is extreme I am also excited, but he is extremely excited about certain things, so I'm gonna let him take that away. Right, away. right. So, um, Sony had their presentation this week, which is, okay, so for people who don't know, usually E3 would happen, but E3 kind of, like, died, um, (laughs) along the way, uh, so now gaming companies kind of just host their own conferences, just, you know, over time, randomly, uh, so Sony did theirs earlier this week, and they presented a ton of stuff, um, first of all, I'm, I'm gonna skip past some of the boring stuff, like, Stuff that, like, only, like, gigantic nerds would care about, which, you know, like, uh, I think they're remaking this old Star Wars game, which was the best Star Wars game, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, Coder, the Knights of the Old Republic. (laughs) It is such, it is such a good, oh, man, I I bought that on PC and started a playthrough on Steam, like, when I got my game on PC. Um, But now they're remaking it. I don't know if it's PS5 exclusive. It probably isn't. That'd be weird. That's a good question. Yeah, sure. they announced it, but who knows? I most but things they cool. showed were PlayStation exclusive, but but yeah, um, no, I'm excited for that because they said they got a lot of the original voice actors um, back. I think it's one of the better like Star Wars stories, like even better than some of the movies, in my opinion. It's actually pretty well told, and it's like it's like years before all the movies. It has nothing to do with any of those characters and stuff. Which, like I said, the better Star Wars stories. But uh fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't always want them. <laughs> yeah, the Skywalker dramas. Oh my god. Leave me alone. 
Um, they also announced a new uh, Spider-Man game, which I'm going to try not to spoil anything for Cal. They didn't spoil anything in the trailer about Miles Morales, which is good. Um, yeah. A, a I like the way they did the trailer, game. honestly. Yeah, it was. it's a teaser. So they teased it because they showed... Um, I think it might be co-op, which would be cool, but I would be... Ooh, that would be cool. It would be cool. I wouldn't be surprised if it's not, but because I would understand. But, um, right. Yeah, it's Miles and uh, Peter both, like, you know, fighting a bunch of dudes or whatever. And then it, the camera pans over to Venom in an alley, which was, like, sick. And they also got some voice actor he's a really good voice actor he's like legendary but he's voicing venom um let me see uh, okay thought um, i recognized the voice so that's cool yeah venom voice actor blah, 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 blah. uh oh my yeah it's the guy who was the original candy man yeah <laughs> oh, oh yeah. my god okay that's a really good choice yeah tony todd yeah exactly exactly oh, i so, love that for him good for him he was also, um, Sasha will like this when she listens to this episode, but he's also um, the voice of, uh, he was also Death in Final Destination. So, yeah. Oh, no dude. shit. Okay. I'll, yeah. have to, I'll have to let her know because Candyman's like one of her favorite movies. She's like tentative about the remake, but she's still excited I am too. to watch it. I, I want to watch it. I, I don't. No, because I feel like people are hyping it up because it's produced by Jordan Peele, but he didn't make it. So I'm like, I don't. <laughs> it's made by um, a female director, though. Oh, um, okay. I did not know that. Yeah, I, that, she. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I cannot remember her name. I am so sorry. Um, but she I, I really like the bits I've seen from it. I'm just like. I think it's going to be fun regardless. Mm -hmm. I'm probably not going to watch it because uh Bug swarms really squick me out, and I can't do it. It's the only reason yeah. I haven't watched the original Candyman because I really, really want to. But like, it's just so many things that like I can't do in horror, unfortunately, because yeah. I'll like yeah. gag. But um, <laughs> those of you who don't know, I have a really hard time with bugs because I've had a lot <laughs> yes. of experiences with bugs. Um, mm. They, they, they might hear that story someday. Oh, yeah, you'll hear it someday. It's really gross. Um, so I'll probably we'll put a trigger warning in front of it. Several it's stories. It's fucking hell. Um, it's awful. But it's so bad. Oh, my um, skin's crawling right now. <laughs> but I don't like bugs very much, and like seeing a lot of them like makes my skin crawl, which like sets a lot of things off for me. So I stay away from it. But I like a lot of the aesthetics of Candyman, and like I like the original story a lot. So it's like shame <laughs> that i can't get into it but i'm hoping right. i'm hoping that people like this new one and that like there's parts of it that look kind of hokey but also like i like hokey horror like fright night's one of my favorite movies not the remake oh, yeah, yeah. not the remake um no no no, no, no. gotta clarify that right no yeah well, <laughs> like i know david Tennant was in it but like <laughs> it was not good um right. God, sorry, I was just thinking about the movie. I just go, that goes for so many things too, which kind of stinks. Uh, yeah, but um, um yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Spider Man. No, that's really cool that he's uh, voicing Venom. I love Venom very, very dearly. Venom's I, whole thing is great. Yeah. Yeah, I I even like the shitty Venom movie that like everybody shits on. Not I haven't it's seen good. it. Okay, oh, I haven't seen it fun. actually. It's really fun. It is stupid okay. as hell. It's got it's got a uh, old boy in it, right? Uh, Tom 
Hardy, right? Hardy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sexy Man. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll... Yeah, I've wanted to watch it. There's so many, like, random movies I've missed over the past couple years, and that was one of them. And then when Mm -hmm. I announced the second one, I was like, didn't the first one just come out? And I was like, that was, like, fucking three years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a while ago. (laughs) Yeah, that was a long time ago. Um, I really liked a couple of the series he had. Um, I think in, like, the early 2010s, a couple Mm -hmm. of the venom series i like all the stuff with carnage i know that carnage is going to be in the sequel or whatever but i'm really excited for the game mostly because my favorite spider-man game up until these last couple because they blow it out of the water was a ultimate spider-man which was all about i think half the game you played as venom so i'm kind of hoping they let us do that too because i would love to play as venom but because you got to, like, yeah. eat people and, like, destroy the city and shit. It was so sick. I it need to play that then. Awesome. <laughs> that needs to happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it it would be sick. Um, oh, yeah. Awesome. So, so yeah. They also announced... Oh, yeah. God, God of War. War. God of War. Yes. Ragnarok. Yes. 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 <sighs> Very excited about this. They 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 announced this a long time ago, but they didn't actually show us anything. Now they actually showed us stuff, um, which oh, it's funny. It's been like forever. a year. Yeah, it's 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 been a year since they actually announced it. They haven't shown us anything since then. I think some stuff leaked a while ago, and then it got like dusted off the internet, like like just snapped away. But oh, okay, yeah, because um, I missed that, which is yeah, not no, uncommon, no. but you know, no, no, some of these leaks like come and go like super fast. Um. Which, it wasn't any of the stuff we saw, but yeah, no, so they announced a few different characters, we're finally gonna meet uh, Tyr, um, if you haven't played the original one, I don't think anything I'm gonna say is gonna make any sense anyway, so just play the yeah. first one. Uh, play the first one. If you have a so PS5, good. I think if you have a PS5 and PS Plus, they gave it to you for free, so you don't really have an excuse. Oh, that's cool. But, um, yeah, uh, man, if you can get a PS5. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, <laughs> so yeah, that, that sounded really, uh, really privileged of me. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Like got it at launch and like kept talking about fucking Spider Man for like months until we Spider Man's so good. One. Oh my god, I wanted to kill you. I was so mad. it's so good. I promise you, you you'll love it when you get it. Um, and I was like, yeah. Oh man, uh, we also I I don't think a lot of people saw this, but at the end of the first God of War, there's a secret scene where uh, Thor pops in anyway. And yes. they, I think they replayed that scene during the trailer. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, they actually showed Thor this time. He looks sick. He looks like uh, he does what he always does, which is drink and beat shit up all the time. Um, got like that um, weightlifter physique, which I appreciate yeah, the power a lot. Belly. I'm fine with it. Um, some people Nerds don't like it. Are mad? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, nerds who really, really like uh, dudes who uh, starve themselves and get <laughs> eight packs and don't drink water. Uh, they uh, they were really upset with the character design. They're like, "Wow, why is he fat? Like he wouldn't beat the shit out of anybody." He's very intimidating right. looking. I don't know why anybody's talking. Yeah, he's but... like thick as a tree. <laughs> like he's gonna snap you in half. And people are like, "Oh, well, he looks unhealthy." And I'm like. Where? <laughs> like, yeah, where? looks like he beat shit up for a living. I don't, I don't understand it. Um, but besides that, the game, the game looks good. There's also a troll who posted something that was like, 
It's the same game. You're in a boat in the first game, and you're a bo- you're a boat in the second game. Oh my god! <laughs> and people <laughs> and people took the bait and wouldn't like stop, like wouldn't shut up about oh it the past god. few days, which was really annoying because they were like, "Do you know anything about game development?" And I'm like, "This is this is obviously a troll post. Why are we? Oh my god, feeding it." Um, but yeah, uh, the game looks great. I, I'm glad they didn't spoil too much because I know that mostly it's about you know. Um, Oh my god, what's his son's name? Uh, Atreus, wanting to know yes. more about his, you know... I don't want to spoil too much about the first Spoiler. game. Spoiler! Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, something about the end of the first game. He wants to learn more about it. Uh, but, yeah, no. It, it, it looks it looks really good. I was most excited about that, because I was worried mm-hmm. they were going to show us anything. But um, it comes out next year, which is... Which is almost, which is pretty close now that I think about it, which is scary. But uh, uh, Oh my god. Like, I was, yeah. like, looking at my calendar the other day, and I was like, oh my god, it's halfway through September. Hello. Yay! <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um, yeah, just having What's a... What's going on? <laughs> Randled time here. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't believe how fast this year has gone. But I'm okay with... The end of the year always goes really fast for me, too, because it's just, like, back-to-back birthdays and, like, my anniversary mm-hmm. and Christmas and holidays and people needing me to do things. And I'm just like, ah. And then it's, like, my girlfriend's birthday and then my birthday in, like, February. Things don't really stop it's until March. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get, like, a few months break and then it starts all over Literally, again. Literally. I'm just like, oh, God. And then there's like a lull in the summer kind yeah, of. Yeah, aren't you? <laughs> it, aren't your siblings' birthdays? Like, yeah. So uh, Sam is the 14th of September. Cam is the mm-hmm. 20th of September. And then uh, Zach's is the 9th. Holy Zach shit. is my roommate. Um, his birthday is yeah. on the 9th. And then in October, it's your birthday. And then, yes. oh, sorry, my friend Lauren's <laughs> birthday is also um, in September. And then October is your birthday and Halloween, which we celebrate because we're goths. Um, and then yes. on, God, November, uh, John's birthday is on the 16th and my anniversary is on the 13th. And then it's Thanksgiving. Oh, my gosh. And then um, it's Christmas which is a whole thing in itself. And then January is Sasha's birthday. <laughs> and then February is oh my God. My mom's birthday, my mom's birthday. Your birthday. And my birthday. Your birthday, Valentine's Day. March, there's something, I feel like. And then I get a break until May when it's my dad's birthday. But oh, um, Shit. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate this. I have a love-hate relationship with this time of year because I love fall and like I love gearing up for that kind of stuff and getting like cooler weather. But then I also just like <laughs> at the end of August I'm like I have to make so many presents and buy so many things and like get things together for people and plan parties and just like it's Yeah. So it's, it's like a whirlwind, dude. It's like you're like 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 in a vortex of shit. Well, I mean, what what makes me like you know at least know like okay, don't don't try to book stuff with Cal during this <laughs> section of the year. Yeah, yeah, I think that, that, that adds up. Yeah, like early December and like end of November, 
because I don't like Thanksgiving, so, like, <laughs> that time is usually okay, but, like, right. any other part of, like, <laughs> the last quarter of the year, it's just, like, don't talk to me, please. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It's just, like, see, no, I, and it's so funny how things are set up like that, because I thought, because, like, I, I'm, like, trying to not do that right now because I have so many things that are in a row at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's, like, Haley's birthday and then... No, no, before that, our anniversary. Now it's going to be our wedding next year. Um, Yay! Our anniversary. Um, her birthday. Then, like, mm-hmm. I think Valentine's Day is between that. And then I think, like, I have, like, several siblings' birthdays in between that. It's just so much shit at the so beginning of the year. I don't know what it is about... January through April, but you know you have like like September through like March, so <laughs> I have nothing to complain about really. Let's, Let's rock. rock! All right, so <laughs> we recorded this last week, I believe. Um, yes. And when we were listening back, <laughs> we realized some of it was kind of incomprehensible because I was really yeah. out of it that day. Um, yes. Um, this is the first <laughs> podcast in the world where you can tell when both of the hosts are not taking their medicine. Um, <laughs> it is, it, it like, and and that's the thing we had, like Cal mentioned, he was like, we have to like let people know because this is obviously going to sound <laughs> different. Yeah. Like, we sound uh, more put together, we sound a lot more focused, but also, um, obviously, the tone's going to be a little bit different, because it's an entirely different recording session and day, so just, like, it's just one of those things, it happens, but um, we're going to jump in with the story that we're recording, um, realsies this time, and we're both fed and medicated and yes, uh, I ate reasonably today. caffeinated, not over-caffeinated. Right, right. See, that that's the thing. I only had one, uh, I only had two coffees a day instead of four, so that's... Oh, <laughs> see, I have had only one cup of very strong black tea, so yeah, it's all yeah. good. It's all, it's all great. Okay, um... Yeah, so so please thank you guys for bearing with us, but we're gonna we're gonna get back to the story and we're gonna do things a little differently this time. Um, we got some pretty good uh, advice from Sasha and some other people, and it was kind of like saying that we should kind of structure the show show more, you know, so people actually understand what's happening. <laughs> so it's I'm gonna, thing, I guess, right? It's it's good to understand what's going on. So I'm gonna do a do a recap of the previous episode. Um, and then I'm also going to do a recap of the chapter we're doing today, the first chapter, and then Cal is going to do the second chapter. And then we're going to be able to just, you know, riff, talk about stuff that we got to point out and things like that. So yeah. Um, thanks to everybody who jumped in to suggest something. We really appreciate it. Cause, um, yeah, any help is appreciated. (laughs) Yeah. We're, we're very new at this. Yeah. I'm nowhere near pro level. I would never consider myself that. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's get into the recap of the previous chapter. We opened with Guts being born, and by being born, I mean he fell from his dead mother's uh, corpse <laughs> that was hanging from a tree. Uh, he was picked as up, yeah, as one does, as one does. He was picked up by a um, group of mercenaries, the leader of which was named Gambino, and um, he was actually picked up by Shisu, who was with the camp. Um, I think Cal put it, put it, I think a pretty good way for how brutal these guys are which we assume she's like a spoil of war if that makes sense but she's kind of his mother figure and you know who he considers his mom 
which is sad because Shisu eventually died um, before Guts even right. turned, I think, six or anything like that. Um, Gambino wasn't there for that. And Guts was kind of blamed for her death. And, you know, pretty soon Guts is thrown into battle um, before he's even 10. And, you know, he's killing people, loading people weapons, all that stuff like that. He's pretty proud of himself. But then, sadly, after the night of his first victory, he was sexually assaulted by somebody that Gambino um, let pay him to do so. So, yeah, um, pretty brutal stuff within the first couple of chapters of um, the Golden Age. And, you know, so after Guts is assaulted, um, he kills his assaulter pretty much like the next day. And he tries to confront Gambino about it, but Gambino will not tell the truth. He's kind of like, you know, ignoring that anything even happened because uh, Guts can't even get the words out. So then, long story short, uh, Gambino gets his comeuppance and <laughs> gets injured in war and is, you know, kind of becomes a bum uh, just because he's feeling sorry for himself and he's lost a leg. So um after a while of watching guts still be able to go out and fight and being proud of you know himself isn't guts is proud of himself not gambino gambino will never be proud of guts um <laughs> gambino tries to kill guts and that's where we left off last time with guts stabbing um gambino directly through the throat in an act of self-defense and yeah that's where we left off yeah yeah, yeah, um, pretty rough stuff. Very so great far. way to leave off. But as we said uh, last time, we didn't want to leave off after one chapter because we would rather break off during a murder than break off during a, a rape scene. So. Yes, yes, literally. And I, I stress, I want to stress this one more time. They ended a volume on a rape scene. Think about that. A uh, volume. Imagine you, it was the latest volume available. <laughs> And that's where it quit right off. there. You're like, all you right, you quit let's... berserk. Holy shit! Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So that's where we left off. Um, once again, it, it was a pretty good episode too. So if you can go back and re-listen to it, um, just to kind of see our discussion about that whole thing. But yeah, so let's jump into chapter three of the Golden Age, um, which begins with a child stabbing his uh, father figure. <laughs> just normal. Normal berserk stuff. Normal ass berserk stuff. Very very normal shit. (laughs) Right. So so we get this opening panel of Guts, you know, realizing what he's done. And, you know, the only thing that Gambino has to say after getting this, you know, comically large sword once again, because it's Guts, um, through his neck is, you know, you killed Shisu. And once again, uh, this is something that held over Guts's head literally since he was born when he was picked up um they literally were saying he's an omen right so that's the last words he get as he as his father figure you know falls on top of him and he's kind of they're sitting there comatose and before he knows it people are running into the room because the tent caught on fire during the struggle so a bunch of grown men run into the room <laughs> see a young boy uh with a sword in his hand covered in his father figure's blood and say, Hey, he killed, he killed our leader. We got to fucking kill this uh, father killer. So guts is immediately thrown into battle in front of, you know, three other mercenaries in the camp who were previously defending him and, you know, <laughs> trying to tell Gambito, maybe you shouldn't be so hard on a child. And now we see how easily that turns around. Um, but guts is kind of, you know, doesn't really get any chance to mourn anything that's happened at all right now, you know, including the fact that he learned that Gambino sold him out for rape. And 
Um, as he is turning around, he has to fight his way out. Um, several different guys come after him. He manages to just kind of dodge out of the way and run away. Uh, gets a sick ass horse, um, which I'm pretty sure is Mira's favorite thing to draw in this comic, and is able uh, to escape. His favorite thing is sieges. I will have you know. <laughs> okay, okay, you're right. And sieges include horses. So that's true. Okay, okay. So it's just horse scenery and horses. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> horses <laughs> with some scenery. I'm just like imagining just the several more pages we're going to get before the end of this episode that they just horses. climbing over walls and <laughs> horses. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, anyway. So um, immediately all he can hear as he's riding away is everybody saying he's a father killer. He was an omen. Gambino was murdered by this kid he brought up in the first place. And, you know, anyway, uh, many killer fellows get hanged. We can't let him go. So, you know, we think, oh, Guts might be getting out of here. You know, it's starting to rain. Maybe they won't be able to find him. And, of course, the guy's suited up. And there's at least six guys chasing him on horseback with crossbows um, and swords. Now that they see it, yeah, they're, like, ready to, like, hunt him down. And he gets to the edge of a cliff, um, which I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Guts is – we had this written down. I think he's 11, right? Yes, he is 11 at this point. 11 years old. Yeah, 11-year-old boy uh, reaches the end of this cliff with his horse. Doesn't really know where else to go. But before he can even think about that, he's shot in the back and passes out. And while he's passing out, he falls off of the cliff. So after he falls off the cliff, the guys are kind of the guys from the camp, from the mercenary camp, are kind of sitting around. And they're like, well, um, I don't think he lived from that. So I think our job here is done. And, you know. It's fine they're nice enough to tell him rest in peace, but remind him that Gambino can't rest in peace, which I mean, rest in piss. Honestly, I don't really give a fuck about Gambino. Yeah. Go to hell. <laughs> yeah he, he did literally unspeakable things. Like I have no sympathy for him. Oh. Um, so we get, you know, some time pass, you know, we're kind of like, well, we know guts didn't die. Cause we know he gets older and we see him at the bottom of the cliff. Um, he wakes up, notices he can't move his body. Still has an arrow going through um, his shoulder area. It's kind of where his armpit is. It looks like it hurts like a bitch. That looks like it sucks. Um, and we get this beautiful panel of him looking up at this night sky. It's not raining anymore. It's a clear sky, stars out and everything. And, you know, he's kind of like realizing that he's alone now, if that makes sense. So he gets up, dusts himself off, finds a sword. Um, notices he's really cold, he's lost a lot of blood, he's broken a couple ribs, and he's just walking to find somewhere to go. You know, he's like, there, there's nothing really to go back to anymore. The people he spent his whole life with left him behind and chased him away, actually, after he killed somebody who sold him out for rape. And, you know, as he's thinking about all this, uh, a gang of wolves shows up. And, no, I'm not joking, I'm not making a joke. An actual uh, gang of, like... Five or six wolves pops up and immediately attacks oh. Guts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I said this before when we recorded this, but this was just like a point where I was like, okay, come on, dude. This is... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, this is Tekken-level ridiculous. It's like when um, Hahachi, like, throws all of his kids into the volcano. It's like a family oh tradition kind of thing. It's, uh, which... Yeah, uh, for Smash Bros. people, look that up. It's really hilarious. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so Guts, who looks done with all of this, actually ends up taking all the wolves out. He um, stabs a few, cuts a few of them on the face. We get a few different pages of a lot of, you know, 
wolf fighting, actual coming of age, like, uh, <laughs> combat, uh, where he's using one arm because, you know, the other arm got shot and it's kind of out of commission. And he makes it out of it. And he's, like, pissed. He's crying. He's, like, really, like, done with the shit. And he doesn't have to kill all of them. You know, a few of them run away after they realize that, you know, half of their numbers are gone. And after Guts passes out, he's picked up by yet another mercenary camp. <laughs> and oh. yeah, yeah. Um, the first thing they even say when they pick him up is, uh, oh, look, uh, th- this kid looks like he can fight, right? Let's get him in there. We need another soldier anyway. I mean, maybe he's a runaway slave or something. Who cares? So <laughs> it's another once body. again, it's yeah, yeah, it's, it's another it's another it's another person to use for something. Right. Um, so, you know, Guts passes out. And we get this image of him, you know, chasing after Gambino, who's walking towards like a light source, right? Which we'll talk about that later. Um, Flash forward four years later, and um, (laughs) what we were just talking about is happening. Uh, A Where's Waldo ass um, siege scene. Big ass siege. Yeah, big, big siege scene where it's just a bunch of dudes in armor with, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of action lines, a lot of just you know dudes climbing up ladders. A lot of <laughs> like I said, all I can think about is where's Walto when I see these pictures. Even though I'm not looking for guts or anything, it's just a lot of shit happening. Um, uh, they're they're like those. Um, it is like where's Waldo, but it also makes me think of like another like like the highlights books. The, yes, 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 yes. yes thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used to read those like, all the time. It? Yes, it's the highlights <laughs> books. It definitely is. It's so Holy shit! It's like find the difference between these two pictures, and like you know, <laughs> it's like a million things on it, and you're five, and you're like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> they make the make the Mamira version of it. One of them's got like an eyeball popping out. The other one. Oh my god! Like... <laughs> Mirror for kids. Mirror um... for children. <laughs> Warning for adults only. <laughs> Okay. Oh shit. Okay. Um. So during said siege scene, we get a um very snooty looking guy who busts down the gate with his uh, army and says, "Hey, whoever takes the general's head uh gets the reward." Right. So we get a few more fight scenes. Guys' heads getting slashed in half. A bunch of guys getting you know just fucked over completely by other uh, faceless uh, demon souls looking main character guys. Just to give you guys a sense of what the armor looks like. Uh, once again, one became came before the other. <laughs> and then we get introduced to Grey Knight Bazuso, who is um, the sickest looking dude we've seen so far. And very there's important. a he's very important. And he's so important. We have a lore video that we'll link in the description of this video <laughs> uh, <laughs> of this podcast. Yeah, we, um, Zach uh, actually sent it to us and we're going to play it. Uh, we're not going to play it, but we're going to put it in the description. But uh, yeah, so. Bazuso, who's allegedly the guy who killed 30 men at once and uh, killed a bear unarmed, I'm not making this up, uh, is asking anybody to walk up and get their head smashed in and cue our boy Guts, uh, 15-year-old Guts walking in with yet another comically large sword back at it again on his cloud shit. Um, And he looks a lot older now, a little more muscular, a little more, you know, adult sort of um he's got this like stare in his eyes like he's ready to just make money which he is because after a while he starts bargaining with mr fancy pants who broke through the gate since that's the uh, mercenary camp he's with and is asking him hey can you up the price for me real quick i I need money i'm a merc i don't care about anything else 
Um, so <laughs> clearly took after his uh, father figure Gambino in some way or some fashion. And yeah, he goes toe to toe with Bazuso, um, showing off his speed. We get a lot of cool motion lines and shit. Uh, all these other soldier guys remarking like, holy shit, he's really going for it. And Bazuso is kind of getting overwhelmed, gets his uh, axe split in half by Guts' sword. And right when he thinks he has Guts, he knocks his helmet off and everything. Uh, Guts gets a really like brutal uh, shot to his midsection and like almost like cuts him in half. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like <laughs> severe. It's, it's very, very severe. Just like gushing blood afterwards pretty much. And then he delivers a, there was a final death blow and splits his head in half uh, with his gigantic sword. And we get a really cool uh, head explodey panel of the very important character, Bazuso, who we will never see again. R.I.P. Bazuso. Uh, Bazuso. And with that, we get the end of Chapter 3 of the Golden Age. And we get a really cool shot of Guts staring down at his latest kill and just thinking about that money he's just made. So, yeah, that's the end of Chapter 3 of the Golden Age. Yes, Miura loves to end on murder. We found this out in the prologue, because <laughs> he did it a lot there as well. Here comes, Here comes a daredevil. daredevil! As we kind of gathered from all this, Guts is doing, like, pretty well as a mercenary to like the point where he can even like bargain with the people who are hiring them which is pretty cool right um, i mean not cool but like right. you know he's he, he's making a name for himself he's doing well but um yeah it's the merc life <laughs> it's about that money um but <laughs> after the whole battle with baza so there's like kind of a pan out um it like still inside like the castle area and you see, you just see baza so like laid out on the ground where he died <laughs> and then it starts zooming in on a balcony where we meet uh griffith for the first time quote unquote yes. um this is the first time chronologically i think i said this last time we recorded but yeah. uh we're not sharing that because it's trash but um <laughs> maybe but, patreon um, in 10 years yeah oh my god <laughs> listen to all our like bunny trail recordings um but so we see Griffith technically for the first time, and he's in his uh, full armor, which uh, if if you're not looking at the page, it looks a lot like how uh, Femto's design is. He's got like, yeah, he's like wing like shoulder blade thingies, and he's got his like hawk helmet on, and he looks pretty cool. We can't really see his face yet or anything, but yeah. he's with his men, and we discover that he was also on a mercenary team and leading that team uh, that was supposed to protect the castle, and yes. they're kind of like, <laughs> well, <laughs> we... We lost. Let's go. Um, everything's burning. <laughs> then uh, we cut to the castle burning down. Um... Uh, so after all this chaos, uh, Guts is getting his money, which he gets significantly more than he asked for. He gets half a year's wages, and then he also gets the reward for the battle. Because this guy, as we're about to find out, is trying to kind of like grease him up a little bit because he's trying to ask him to be his squire. So Guts is getting like high-end yes. offers at this point and like you could do this thing and you could be really great and I would like train you and Guts is just kind of like looks like the fighting's done 
I'm going to go now. Um, <laughs> and so he's not interested in that. He's still kind of lone wolfing it. And we also discover, like, right around this point that um, he's not, like, a part of any group permanently. He's kind of like a freelancer mercenary and doing yes. his own thing. So he'll go where the battle is, basically, which is... You know, um, fitting for Guts. He's been through a lot at this point, and it makes sense that he doesn't want to build, like, those bonds. Um, but the guy is, like, stupid and insistent, and he's like, why do you keep doing that? Like, at least stay with my me as a guest. And then he, he does the very smart thing of grabbing Guts's shoulder, and he gets smacked, uh, which, yeah. yes, because now we know why Guts reacts to touch the way he does. We talked about it a lot in the prologue, how he's, like, very touch-adverse, and we were like, it makes sense why. And now that we've done the previous chapter, you know why. It's because he was assaulted, and he's had, you know, he's basically just been beat up on his whole life. So, of course, he's not very receptive to touch. Um, yeah. Doesn't but he made it close. Right. But he scares the shit out of this guy. And the guy's like, whatever, you're ugly anyways, go die. Um, so, you know. Like Freddie Mercury looking ass motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god, don't do Freddie Mercury like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> sorry, Freddie Mercury, but not sorry to this man. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but, um, so Guts sets out on his own again. And uh, we cut to the Band of the Hawk, which is Griffith's mercenary group. And this is our first time kind of meeting them as a whole. Mm-hmm. And we meet um, my my favorite character in Berserk. And I'm not being sarcastic at all. No, um, no. We meet Corcus, who's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into Corcus later. But we meet Corcus, and he's kind of a main dude, which is why I'm bringing up his name. But he's like, that's the guy that beat uh, Bazuzo. Let's go beat the right. shit out of him and take his money. <laughs> and, Smart idea. Yeah. And they're like, Griffith, can we do that? Because he's like their mom or whatever, I guess. <laughs> no, he's their leader. <laughs> um, and Griffith's like, I don't fucking care. So... Corcus is, like, getting a group together to go down, and then we meet another uh, main character, who is Casca, and she is Griffith's second hand, and, uh, just for (laughs) the term, she's a woman, but, uh, oh my god, um, as Guts soon, be very shocked about it, but, um, she's kind of laughing at him, and Cork is like, what the fuck are you laughing at? And she's like, y'all are fucking die. Um, and they're like, whatever, we'll show you, and then, uh, we briefly see another character, but we'll get into him later. Um, next chapter, I think we get a proper introduction to him, but he is genuinely one of my favorites, so I'm excited for his little intro later, but, um, yeah. Guts is just, you know, walking, minding his fucking business, um, and then these, like, four or five guys on horses, like, bear down on him, and he's just like, okay, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, they think they got the jump on him, because they're like, oh, he's alone, and we're on horses, and we outnumber him, but as we know with Guts, uh, he immediately takes down, like, two or three of these guys, even though they're, like, huge and way bigger than him. Uh, And Costco's kind of watching this whole thing, and she's like, yeah, (laughs) I told you. Um, 
But Griffith tells her to go help them out, which she grudgingly does because she respects him a lot. Um, and more, sort of, as we will find out later on. Yes. But um, very complicated relationships in the Band of the Hawk that I am incredibly excited to talk about, but we will get to that. Um, so Quarkus is still trying to, like, kill off all his friends, basically. <laughs> And Guts is just standing there like, I've had enough of this shit. And he goes to kill Corcus, but uh, he gets shot in the arm by Casca, who has arrived to save the day. Um, And she and Guts go at it for a bit with swords. Um, They're matching each other, which is like, I don't know, it's cool to, like, after all these characters, all these female characters we've seen, to see one that's, like, strong and taking a lot of agency in charge and has obviously been through a lot. We, t- we talked about it with Teresa how, like, her arc yeah. was really good, but it's nice to see someone who's kind of, like, there from the get-go, I guess. Um, and there's, right. of course, right. stuff with Costco we will discuss later, but, like, I, I remember when I saw her when I first watched the anime, I was like, oh, this is, like, really cool. I'm very happy about this. Um, but right. they're fighting for a bit. Then Guts knocks her helmet off, and we have, like, the Disney, like, a woman. Um, Whoa. A fighter. <laughs> of movies. Um, but uh, she she's not having any of his shit, and they start. Mulan, um, is that you? <laughs> God. <laughs> God. I just had Mulan flashbacks. Anyways. Um, but <laughs> they're fighting, and... Uh, Guts is starting to gain on her because on foot, he's bigger, and so he kind of has a slight advantage there, just height-wise. But right before he kills... Also gigantic sword. Yeah, also big-ass <laughs> fucking sword. Like, how do you even deal with that? I just... I feel like there's so many people he fights where they're just like... How did... Oh. This isn't fair. Oh, no yeah, they have, that. like, regular-sized weapons which are already kind of large and uh, he's just rocking this <laughs> surfboard ass sword they're like, they, didn't, they didn't teach me this in mercenary school I don't know how to deal with this <laughs> um, but uh, Guts knocks uh, Casca down but right before he can give the final blow uh, Griffith appears and intercepts or like interjects himself by like throwing a spear into the middle of it and we get our first shot of the three of them. And I say that because they're kind of going to be our quote-unquote big three for this, um, at least this arc. Um, yeah. Which is going to be a while, as we said last time. So uh, buckle in. hope you like these guys for a while. Um, yeah. But Griffith is very, like, aloof as usual. Casca um, is very excited to see him because... Of course she is. Also, the spear mysteriously vanishes between, like, <laughs> the panel oh, where Griffith right. appears and then, like, five panels later, which I just think is very funny. It's like, uh, gets his sword disappearing or his cape disappearing or whatever, you know. <laughs> Mira does not obey the laws of physics, and that's fine. Um, it's okay. Griffith is just kind of like, hey, can you, like, drop your sword? And Guts is like, no, and he grips it tighter, <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, and they, st- they start fighting, um, like, here you see kind of, like, other foils to each other, quite literally, uh, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. like, 
Griffith, you know, is very, like, you know, like, very light colors, and he has a very light sword, and he's very elegant. And then you have Guts, who has darker colors and a huge-ass sword, and he's definitely, like, rougher around the edges. And that shows in, like, their fighting styles and, like, how they react to each other. But, um, this is probably the shortest fight other than when, um, Gambino knocked Guts's teeth in, um, that we've seen, because Griffith, like, blocks him, and then he immediately, like, stabs Guts, like, through his armor. Yeah. That's just kind of it, and you're just kind of like, oh, it's like, it's like in a video game where you meet a higher level boss or something, and they, like, kick your ass, because you have, like, a stick that you picked up outside the village right. or something. That's right. kind of like <laughs> the energy going on here. And Guts is shocked because I don't think he's gotten hit like that in years, probably at this point. Um, but all of the band of the Hawks, like, yeah, Griffith's so cool. And like, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and Casca threatens Corcus a little bit, and she's unfortunately not allowed to kill him. Um, but Guts being Guts, he gets back up. Because <laughs> he's not going to stay down. He could be, like, bleeding through every orifice, and he would get back up again. Uh, yeah, to as fight. we saw in the Black Swordsman arc. Yeah. Right. So we see even at this young age, he's like, no. I am fueled by spite, and I will kill you. Um, but <laughs> before he can face off with Griffith again, he passes out, like, and just, like, conks out on the ground. And we get this uh, shot of Griffith up on his horse. He takes his helmet off, and his, like, white hair is, like, flowing in the breeze, and he's just oh, looking no, down he's at Guts. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, <laughs> reveal. And he's gorgeous. Reveal. <laughs> yeah right yeah even though this is like his like second face reveal i think i know it's like the third <laughs> maybe i don't know we've seen him a lot of times but for the sake of this arc <laughs> yeah Mira was like mm, pretty man yeah yeah Mira uh, definitely not putting homosexual themes in his work no. we'll talk about at oh, that comes up very later. soon <laughs> Yeah, we're we're about to get into that shit. Oh my god! It's about to be super gay. Yeah, you yeah, guys but... like slurs. Um, but <laughs> and this is the end of chapter four, correct? Yes, uh, the this is age. the end of chapter four. And if you're following along with uh, the readberserk.com uh, version of this, which is the dark horse um, scanned version of this, uh, it's chapters K zero and L zero. Um, yes. Because why did they do it that way? I don't know. Slash. But yeah, those that's kind of yeah, like yeah. recaps of those chapters. We're we wanted to give you that before we jumped into our thoughts because we know we can <laughs> get kind of crazy and go off topic. Uh, right, we can get kind of off the wall. Yeah, let's see who we are yeah. as people. But yeah, uh, now we're gonna go back and talk about them. <laughs> right, right, and you know, off the bat, I think it is funny. I just realized this: both chapters end with like somebody standing over the person they just like owned. <laughs> oh yeah, they do. Yeah, because this this chapter ends with you know um, after we get you know uh, face tuned ass looking uh, Griffith, <laughs> we get him you know as, like as like literally the last moment as guts is really passing out, he looks up at him like with a with like he's like fuck you. Yeah, he's like, get the fuck out of here. I don't like you. The sun shining behind you, man. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, 
but no um back to chapter chapter three uh and just kind of this whole thing i mean one we've jumped four years in the future which you know yeah. isn't as bad as last time we jumped 11 years into the future yeah i meant uh, to say, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah we we finally get to meet the band of the hawk um we get a, re- a like some resolution to that whole situation with guts having a terrible father figure where you know he dies i'm, I'm very happy that he's dead um but kind of the theme that guts has had this whole time in that first chapter that is kind of like i feel like it's mira kind of beating it home is guts has always had a really hard life and a lot of it is he thinks it's his fault you know he thinks it's his fault that you know his father you know was killed by him even though you know his father figure was a shithead Uh, he thinks to some extent he may have had something to do with his mom dying because you know people were like oh he may have diseases and stuff when they picked them up from you know under the Mm -hmm. tree full of dead people um but then it's kind of cool because i feel like the other chapter kind of changes that and kind of gives him more power which is before the end of chapter three when he does get you know his gory moment with bazuso and he does get you know his little cocky he has he has a sense of humor now right like he can talk now and has like a personality isn't a squash down as much right but yeah no I, I think that this was like a cool transition into like meeting the rest of the crew because as as we'll see we, we learn a lot more about the band of the hawk and yeah. like like cal said we're gonna get really used to talking about casca and guts and griffith and usually all three if not two of them at once together because it's a love triangle right. thing so <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. it's there's a lot happening there sometimes it's triad sometimes it's a love triangle sometimes they're all mad at each other it's you Literally. know it's comp it's complicated but um <laughs> I'm really excited to get to the Band of the Hawk, which I think, like, most people who <laughs> read Berserk read it initially for the Band of the Hawk, because, you know, it's one of the best parts of, like, the earlier parts of Berserk, yeah. which I totally get. But, um, yeah, I'm just, I don't know, there's, like, a lot of the things I remember from the anime have to do, like with their interactions and stuff. And, like, as we've been going through it, I've been, like, remembering more and more from, like, the beginning and from, like, later parts in it. But, um... And anime's also... I'm pretty sure the Berserk one is... It's either 12 or 24 episodes. Uh, Oh, the the 90s one, right? Yeah, not the the unspeakable one. Oh, God, we don't talk Um, about it. We don't Um, talk about that one. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and for life. Um. <laughs> I know the anime was a little different too, but I don't think you know it still yeah. got the point across, right? And I feel like that's what a lot right. of people's memories and like the kind of the representation of Berserk is is the Golden Age stuff. Yeah, so, and like, yeah. It, and we've talked before about how some people are like, "Oh, just skip to the Golden Age," and now we are like, "Don't do that," because like mm-hmm. I really think that like. You can appreciate the Golden Age a lot more if you've been through the prologue, not just for, like, because you've been through, like, the bad art pages and stuff and some of the, like, weaker plot beats, but also just, like, it builds really nicely and, like, makes you really wonder, like, wow, what happened to Guts to, like, make all this happen? And then you see, you know, his childhood immediately after that, and then you uh, see, like, his whole adolescence and young adulthood with the band of the hawk basically and um i think like having that like prologue gives you like a real appreciation for it and like 
Uh, we'll probably keep saying this, you know, just <laughs> for oh, yeah. those of you who are tempted thinking, to skip. I'm thinking of making a shirt that literally just like like screen printing read myself the a shirt. That just, yeah, that says read, <laughs> do not skip to the golden age. Yeah. Our, uh, first, <laughs> our first merch. Oh my God. <laughs> that would be really funny, actually. Yeah, I, uh, I would love that. Um, no, I, I, I fully agree to you because, and that's the thing. I, I even started browsing the Reddit and like old, really old forum posts about Berserk mm. and stuff. Um, and just seeing people discuss it and you know a lot of people do agree with this they're like well that's not really the beginning if you go to the golden age they're like yeah it's right. the beginning of guts's life but like you miss some important world building slash you know a lot of like uh what's it called oh my god uh foreshadowing oh my gosh yeah i never yes, went to the yes, third yes. grade yeah <laughs> writers see a lot of um... a lot of you know foreshadowing for you know what we learn about guts just now right and, and that's the thing it doesn't take long to get the backstory out of the way in terms of like why his adolescence was shit and it amounts to you know he was heavily abused and mm -hmm. he was thrown into a war-filled environment pretty much uh immediately right all he knows is like death and destruction and shit and he doesn't really know how to trust anybody i mean even now he's a roaming mercenary before he meets the band of the hawk and he's only 15 right so, yeah. so he's pretty independent and it's kind of funny because that's parallel to how we see him at the beginning of the black swordsman arc. I mean, he doesn't even have puck and he's just doing his own thing. And we don't know why he's doing that yet, but you know, here we at least have a reason. It's like, well, he got kicked out of his original home, which wasn't great in the first place. And you know, it, it's, it's interesting to see that development, but also, yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like my favorite part of the second chapter we read today is that we do get like small glimpses of the band of the Hawk. Cause like if you're paying attention, they don't they don't just look like random background characters, right? Like even Kalsa, one of his favorite people in the band of the hawk, like he gets like two panels. But, you know, they're pretty important later on and there's somebody we still want to talk about. But yeah, it's it, it's cool how it's like, oh, you're gonna get to know these guys, but first let's give you a glimpse into you know this young group of mercenaries that Guts is about to, you know, spend a significant part of his life with. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I think Miro is good at, like, making characters, like, distinct when they need to be. Because as we have seen, mm -hmm. when they're not important, he won't even give them a face sometimes. And they look, like, kind of generic. Yeah. Um, but, like, characters that are going to, like, be around for a while, he usually puts, like, more care into, like you know, making their, like, silhouette distinctive, or, like, making sure they have, like, very distinctive features, just, right. like, little things, um, that, like, I don't know, I, I, I know you a know. lot of artists do that, but I like how, I like the way Miura does it, just because, like, there are side characters who have, like, you know, very fleshed out designs like fucking yeah, like, Bazuso. <laughs> and then these like Teresa, Bazuso. Yeah. Um, what the shit, the guy who got turned into monster fucker, uh, I mean, well, fuckable, uh, tentacle monster man. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His face the got count, smashed in half. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. The count too, and the guy he like, you know, uh, oh, fuck turned yeah. out. Um, Hentai man. What the fuck <laughs> yeah, Hentai man. Yeah, that's his. That's his name now. Zondark. Zondark. That's his name. Zondark. Zondark. Yes. Zondark yes. Hentai man. That's the same. Yeah. Um, Zondark Hentai man. Yeah. Right. And like, I think 
I talked about this last time, too, but it's just so funny to me how Mira's like, this is the strongest man in this region. Nobody has ever beat him, and he's killed 20 men with his bare hands, and then Guts <laughs> comes in and it's just like, ka-chunk. <laughs> it's like, I oh. love that. That's that's like the greatest trope in the world. It's like, Well, it's like that one scene in uh, Indiana Jones where he gets like in the fight circle and the guy starts whipping around the sword and everything and he just pulls out the gun and shoots him in the face. Yeah. Like it's it's just like like I anytime that trope is there where it's like oh my god this guy is the toughest in the world. He'll he'll crack your head open with his pinky and they just die <laughs> is extremely my shit. I love that. Yeah. It's always funny. Like I, some people might not think it's funny. I think it's hilarious, and I'm glad Mira uses it so much because it becomes almost like a reoccurring joke after a certain point. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah. And, well, um, yeah, and it and it and it hits harder as a joke too because like they do like what they we we spent three or four chapters of the last arc looking at a dude with a brain just stare at him, and that was the most menacing thing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that had happened so like they do come across some really like rough shit but then occasionally it's like oh yeah this guy is gonna kill you and then guts just comes in and is like i have big sword and you know yes and and said, said i have muscle i kill you now and then they die <laughs> um yeah in terms of like actual stuff about chapter three like i'm still constantly blown away that like they walk in on guts having killed gambino and instead of thinking like oh gambino must have done something they're like oh my god you killed him you're gonna die now and i'm you killed just like, your father like 11 and like i was like he's five and then i was like no he's 11 um but yeah He's a kid, you know, he's not even, like, a teenager. He's still puny, um, but, like... He baby. It's, like, and, like, I know why they had that reaction, obviously, because, like, we needed something to move the plot forward or whatever, but, like... Right, right. It's, it's just, like... The way they react, it's just like I know they like think he's an omen or whatever, but the thing is like he's gone, and then they chase after him to like yes. avenge Gambino, and I'm like, not none of y'all even like Gambino. Why are you doing this, y'all? Yeah, you guys start, like oh, you're fucking Gambino sitting on his hill talking yeah, shit, and then the like you're like, I... oh my god, you killed him, and I'm like, yeah, he did everyone a favor. <laughs> Let's be exactly, real. exactly. Yeah, last time we saw him, he was kicking dogs and uh, smacking children in the face with his crutch with his crutch like i <laughs> i don't think that's a guy we need to avenge it, that, that was yeah. so like you said it makes sense because you know they're brutal and we have to move the plot forward but it's just another thing where it's like uh man you guys suck like <laughs> yeah it's like no it's good to drive home but i once like he got like shot off the cliff and stuff i was just like man are we still like Okay, I guess. This is definitely a manga. <laughs> yeah, no, like, this is definitely a shonen. Um, right. But, yeah, I... I, I'll I talk really, a little... Oh, sorry, continue. Oh, sorry. oh yeah, I was just going to say I really dug the panel um, of when he first wakes up after he falls off the cliff of, like, the moon and the sky and yes. everything. And it, it's a beautiful panel. It, it reminds me of uh, <laughs> the very similar... There's a really similar like backdrop in Evangelion, the movie. I think it's super similar to this one. But uh, yeah, it, like it's it's. I like a lot of these panels where he doesn't have any dialogue. It's just like scenery and kind of like guts getting a moment to breathe 
or kind of right. react to stuff. Because we got a couple of these moments, you know, when he was running away from, you know, the town after he killed the first snake boss demon guy in those first couple chapters. Or, mm. you know, anytime he has silence before Puck finds him on a pigeon he found somewhere, right? So, I, I like... <laughs> those couple of pages where Mira's like, let me get my scenery shit off real quick. <laughs> so yes. yeah. He said, I do know how to draw things. Stop making fun of me. Um, Cause <laughs> as we know, he has not always had a very good grip on like perspective, <laughs> but yeah. He's come along. Uh, yeah. No. Well, yeah. Even since the black swordsman arc, the, the art once again is like, it, it's picking up a lot. And then I'm going to talk about it when we end, like, the officially titled part of the Golden Age. Like, it's called the Golden Age, but we'll be in the Golden Age for a while once again. Right. Um, but the first, like, section there, like, he goes fucking crazy. And I think it's because the chapters are shorter, too. Or he got, I think you said he might get more resources or more help yeah. as well. Because it, it, like, gets so much better looking, like, very crisp and everything, too, considering what we're reading right now. Yeah, no, and it, it feels a lot less rushed, and it feels like he has more time to spend on things that he cares about, you know? And so, like, other things can be taken care of, or whatever. And, like, obviously I don't know, but I know that there's, like, teams who work on bigger manga. And then, like, the mangaka is still drawing it, obviously, but sometimes they get cleaned up by, like, editors or something like that, so. Right, right, and that gives him more time to focus on other shit instead of being like okay right. <laughs> let's let's all all three of us let's go through this and yeah yeah, yeah. but but yeah it's just it's it's really sad because like he obviously still cares about Gambino and shit too mm-hmm. in this and you just want to be like you can move on from him it's okay like you don't yeah you don't have to like stick with this dude you know but you know, like, when you have, like, a shitty dad, like, you, no matter how shitty they are, part of you usually still makes, like, unless you've been, like, through a good amount of therapy and healing, like, still makes concessions for it. Oh, yeah. Their, his yeah. behavior. And so, like, it's it's very accurate, but, like, as, like, someone observing it from the outside, you just want to be, like... No, <laughs> you don't. Oh, God, no. don't do that. Yeah, no. and he, he's not, you know, he's not mentally equipped to think about it that way, which sucks because he is like, you know, a child. He, and, you know, we get that panel I talked about earlier where Gambino's like walking towards late and Guts yeah. is chasing after him, right? And I kind of took that as him being like, oh, maybe I can be with Gambino now, right? And right. which sucks because. You, you mentioned this last episode, but the thing that keeps him clinging to him is, like, the one or two good things Gambino did for him, right? Like, the time he smacked him in his fucking face, but then gave him ointment afterwards. Or, right. you know, he brought him back some money, and he might have said thanks a couple times over the years, right? And right. I, I feel like when we see the Band of the Hawk embrace Guts later on, which is, like, literally, like, the next chapter, right? Um... It, it really, like, takes him aback. He doesn't even know how to react to actual, like, you know, compassion or actual friendship. And, you know, all he knows is, oh, well, you beat the shit out of me and then, like, wrapped up my wounds. So I guess we're, we're cool. So, right. you know, it, it it's still something that he's, he definitely carries with him. And we even saw in the Black Swordsman arc, he's just as cold as Gambino, maybe even uses some of the same lines as him, you know? 
So right. it, it's it's always going to be a part of him in some way, like Gambino's influence. Right. And like, we'll, we'll talk about this much more in length as we get more into the Golden Age arc. But like, I think like part of the pe- reason people like Band of the Hawk stuff so much too is because like, um, there's like a theme of like, and I, <laughs> I feel like this term is very overused nowadays to the point where people are even like, Oh, Marvel's found family. And I'm like, don't, don't. Uh, Avengers are not found family. Don't do that to me. But it's like a found family story, right? Yeah. And like, he finds people who care about him sincerely and not just what he has to offer him them. And so like, go from like, him being abused to him being alone and living like a very hard life. And then him like slowly integrating into, like, a group of people that sincerely cares about him, who are his age, who, like, help him socialize, who help him do so many things that he couldn't do on his own. Like, no, you're right, you're right. And that that's it's about the camaraderie and stuff that kind of comes up with it. And we get it really soon, too. It's Because, you know, time skips happen again, you know, several more times yeah. before we settle into a groove. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I just think it's... I feel like we've talked a lot about how Mira probably went through some of these things, and I feel like going from, like, a crappy family to, like, a friend group that becomes your family is probably something he went through as well, because, like, uh, A, we know the Band of the Hawk stuff is, like, based off of (laughs) college experiences, Um, which later on you'll see why... (laughs) There a question mark in there, but yes, um, big question mark. Which big old yeah, question mark. We'll see you later um, on. Yeah, ooh. but um, yeah, like you, like it makes sense because like a lot of people go from like hard family life to like going away to college or like they're able to move out or whatever or they find like solace with people online and those people like become new family for them and you learn like it's not always about like who raised you it's not always about who you're like blood related to sometimes it really is like people that you build up around you and I do feel like that's one of like the quote-unquote softer things that Mira does really well he's very good at building relationships like that and I again I'm just really excited to get into all of that but um, right and 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 I like it because it isn't like just rosy, you know. Oh, you know, these guys are friends stuff. It is like rough. Yeah. It's still rough, right? Like it's still a brutal right. manga and but it goes through a lot of twists and turns. There's a lot of cool like side plots that build these relationships. I, I finished mm-hmm. a few of those uh last week. And you know, once again to go back to the the band of the hawk. It, they're they're so cool the way it's kind of introduced, right? Because when when Guts is fighting them, we get like all of their fighting styles, at least the ones that are still alive, right? <laughs> like Casca can use her bow, but she can also fight really well with her sword. Um Griffith is obviously just overpowered and uses his rapier. Well, rapier looking mm-hmm. weapon. I'm not sure exactly what kind of sword that is. But Marcus um, is a fucking coward and hides behind everybody <laughs> all the fucking time. Actually, we'll see though. repeatedly. He's just the world's biggest pussy. Um, the worst. The actual worst. And and we also get a, a peek at Griffith's helmet, which once again looked like Femto's helmet. Uh, and it's inspired by a... Um, uh, oh, yeah. A movie called Phantom of the Paradise, which... Yes, uh, thank you. 
I was able to find that before. Yeah. And I'll also probably uh, put a pic. We'll probably upload a picture of that to our Instagram, like kind of give you guys a little more context for that too. But yeah. um, Yeah. It's cool to see the stuff that he is inspired by because it's not like an exact copy either. Like it looks very similar, but it's not like, you know, as like centered around the eyes and all that stuff like that. But it gives a good sense of what the helmet looks like for sure. Um, I think yeah, I think we've talked yeah. about this before about how Mira is good at taking things and really transforming it into his own style and his own like storytelling and stuff like that, and like that's what makes like some of it cool because like you can definitely see like the influences and like um, we talked for a while in the prologue about how like the God Hand is either based off the Cenobites or the Cenobites are based off the God Hand. Nobody's yeah. quite sure which, but, like, um, you know, like, they are incredibly similar but, like, different and, like, so many other things. There's so many, like, little crossovers and I, I think there's, like, other yeah. people who go in depth about those and we're just kind of like, oh, there's the thing. But, um... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, we, I mean... If you've listened to this podcast from the beginning, or, like, if you've been in video game circles, you know that, like, the Souls games are heavily based off of uh, Zerk, (laughs) to the point of being, like, okay. But, like, (laughs) yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I just think it's cool how it's a transformative work in a way, but it also has been transformed over the years, too. I just, it's it's cool to see influences like that. No, it's, it's definitely, it's cool to see that, because that's the thing. This was coming out around what? I think this was 1990s, like early 1990s. Yes. And looking at what else was coming out around then, it's interesting to see, like, one, the setting of Berserk. Um, that was that was always the thing, too. That I, I wasn't into night stuff as much or, like, you know, dudes with big swords and everything is when mm-hmm. this was being presented to me. And I don't remember as many manga or, like, popular manga around that time with that setting, right? So it's cool to see it taken somewhere where it isn't like, you know, dumb, cheesy, like animes that shall not be named that are in that time period or in that setting now, like medieval type stuff. But (laughs) yeah, Mira does a lot of innovation because it isn't like it never becomes cheesy that it's a bunch of guys and, you know, like a bunch of knights and swords and armor. Actually, like royalty is poked fun at a lot in this comic. Mm -hmm. They're kind of like shit on and a lot of them turn out to be very like cowardly and devious people. And, you know, it's not even like the goal of any of, of, you know, our main character guts to become one of those people. It's somebody else's goal, but we'll talk about that later. Um, Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's just cool how we see these people develop over time, even Casca, because, you know, all we get from her this time, even, even though she probably has the second most lines besides guts, this chapter um, is, you know, she's Griffith's right hand person. And um, once again, Oh yeah. I don't think we described how they looked exactly. uh, Casca looks. Oh Uh, yeah, we didn't. I'm sorry. I kind of skimmed over that. No. Yeah, no, I think we did, which is funny. I think we did last time too, which is, we did. Yeah. Uh, I'm just like summary. (laughs) (laughs) So Casca is um, a woman. Once again, shocker. Oh my God. A woman. Oh my God. Comic. 
Um, she's got shorter, short black hair. And in most of her interpretations, um, she's got darker skin. She doesn't right now in the comic. Later on, he starts shading her differently. Um, but in most interpretations, she's like pretty brown, right? And uh, we'll learn a lot more about her later. But she's really competent in battle just as much as everybody else. It's usually not like a damsel in distress thing. Um, no, not her. usually. And, yeah, not usually. Um, and she is kind of the peacekeeper slash, you know, <laughs> the one with their head screwed on straight and when she's not being, you know, in that triad that we talked about before, right? Yeah. And all of them lose their goddamn minds over that, so. Oh my god, let's <laughs> yeah. each other. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. But... Then they, they all, you know, just act stupid about each other, and it, it's it's fun. It's a good dynamic, but, but yeah, that's uh, that's these two chapters. That, that's all I really had. Um, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of other stuff that may be in there, but yeah, did you see anything else that um... skimmed over? I did want to say real quick, like, as much as I, like, don't like Quirkus and stuff as, like, a person and a character. Um, <laughs> and a drawing. and Right, right. I was, I was thinking about the drawing and stuff because you were talking about descriptions and stuff. And, like, kind of, like, wondered this before. Sorry, I'm trying to find a panel so I can, like, really look at it. Um... Like, part of me kind of wonders if there's, like, a little bit of anti-Semitism that kind of bled into his design. Uh. Um, just because of, like, certain certain angles with, like, his nose and stuff, where it's more of, like, a broader hooked nose, and then he does have more hooded eyes. And so, like, yeah. he doesn't... It's not everything. Like, this is kind of, like, one of those things where you're not sure if it's, like an archetype or if it is like a thing but i did want to point that out since we try to talk about those things pretty candidly on this podcast um no yeah that's a that's a good point because i i always notice he did have like a bigger nose than everybody else right and well and that's the other thing too is he doesn't look exactly like this leader like he looks like this but like and like that's another thing like guts's nose gets really big later which is kind of funny to me um (laughs) <laughs> but, it's so tiny now. It's yeah, because it's really, it's really like tiny and petite. Which I guess you know he's fifteen, so I guess they're like, oh, he hasn't grown into yeah. his face yet. But um, no, that's a good, that's a good point. Because I mean, you yeah. know, we're not. We've talked about this, I think, at the end of one of our previous podcasts. But in manga and stuff, there is a lot of racial, like a lot of racist shit, like we got so last we time, where, um you know, Guts's rapist was the only black character we saw so far, and he was heavily uh, heavily a caricature, right? Like, he, yeah. he was very, like, stereotyped. And, you know, it, it's it's good to look out for that stuff, because there is a couple of things later on, too. <laughs> right, yeah, but, there's yeah. there's definitely things. And I, th- I just wanted to throw a pin in that, because I think it would be good for us just to kind of keep an eye on how his design evolves to see if it does, like take more of that slant with it because I think yeah. that's like worth criticizing since Corcus is like the cowardly one and the one who like kind of is sneaky and stuff too so like if yeah. it bleeds into those areas I think that's worth like examining even though like you know obviously I don't like him because he's an asshole and he does a lot of dumb stuff but if some of that is because of like anti-semitic tropes I want to be able to like be like this is the case, yeah. but, like, this is also possibly why he's troped that way, you know? Right. 
Well, you know what that maybe makes me think of? Do we ever get like a world view or like a world map of what berserk like what all this shit looks like because no let me let me yeah because that's the thing so far we haven't really been told where we are um like literally everything we've read so far we're like given a location but we're not told like if it's in a continent like what country we're in because i i just want to know like is this like our earth or is this like a fictional like land somewhere Cause yeah. Okay, so this is a Reddit post from four years ago. Um, is there a map of Berserk, like a world map or something? Um, shout out to Enter the Void three <laughs> from four years ago. Mm-hmm. We got a glimpse of the world in Volume thirty four. Looks pretty similar to the real world. There's also some fan made maps, and like looking at it, it looks like we're kind of in Europe, sort of. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. So, which yeah makes sense. Um. So the way it looks is, we'll see if we can post like these fan made maps too. But it kind of looks like, oh yeah, it does look are, Europe. Yeah, it's like almost Italy, Turkey kind of area that almost like goes Britain. into. Yeah, it's like it's like um, a little more like Eastern Europe with like Germany in there too, and then it's yeah. like this is your specialty. Got it. This area <laughs> in the right that's like. Turkey, Middle East, North Africa, which of course are all crammed together. But like even the names, uh, I, I found a cool map that kind of fits the Berserk map into the world map. I'll, I'll post it ah. uh, with the episode. Yeah, it's really cool, That's actually. Cool. But yeah, so I'll we can kind of infer it's. I guess from that, I would say it's almost like an alternate version of Earth in that way. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's so, kind of what I'm getting out of it, or like you know, one of those thousands of years ago, or thousands of years in the future. Right. Things, yeah. yeah, like looking at these. Someone made a really cool one. Um, I wonder if we're looking at the same one. Yeah, we might be looking at the same one. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I found a different one. Let me send that one to you. Um, they're basically the same, but this one looks like a little map map. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting to see like. That because I, I have a hard time like thinking spatially like that. Like my, in my head, I'm just kind of like, oh, it's like country or whatever, and I don't really like think about it too yeah. hard. Um, but like, unless they're like, we were on the coast, and then there was this country to the east, and I'm like, man, you better not. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, are you, what are you trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> And <laughs> um, unless you're Tamora Pierce, and then you're like the country to the west, and I'm like, oh, the west, and then it's still the Japan, and you're like, uh, god damn it, Tamora. Um, again. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it looks like, um, kind of looks like if Europe what didn't really have as many islands and stuff and was more yeah. compressed. So that's yeah, kind that's of a, that's a good description. Yeah, and. And yeah, and funny enough, we still don't know where we are, is the thing, because we haven't been given like a location quite yet, right? Which we'll see if we ever are. I, I don't think it's totally necessary either, because it is, you know, we're kind of just going off vibes at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not like a um, Lord of the Rings or like Hobbit thing where it's like, um, we're just going to describe places and go follow along in the map in the back of the book, you nerd. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
No, but it, oh man, this map it literally looks like Italy. That's so funny. That's yeah. really funny. I could see in the comments some people say that like, oh, that's not like quite accurate. I think yours is a little more um, on the nose from what people were saying. Right. But yeah. Right. Okay. It's, yeah. It's interesting to see, and it kind of makes me want to pay more attention to like where people are from, so I can kind of nail that down. But um. I mean, if that's the case, so, like, obviously there were, like, Jewish people in Europe, but then there's also, um, Romani people, so he could mm -hmm. be that as well, um, because it's, it's ambiguous, like, I'm not conflating the two, please don't misunderstand me, but, like, his design <laughs> no, no, is, please. his design, <laughs> yeah, please, um, his design is ambiguous enough to be, like, I don't know exactly where they're pulling this in influence from and maybe someone else who's more versed in these things than I am or is um you know from one of those backgrounds has a better insight into this and if you do please email us we would love to hear from you um yeah yeah because yeah. that's the thing everybody has like some sort of like heritage or something right in this comic and right sometimes it's talked about sometimes it's not but it's just helpful to know like one, if there is a stereotype, which one is this? And two, right, exactly. you know, kind of get, you know, a better grip on like, oh, that maybe that's why they're over here for this and all that stuff like that. Right. So, yeah, think, yeah. Um, sorry, well, last thing. I think there's one no, country no, right where the Vatican is called Holy See. And I'm just like, God, <laughs> Oh, that is that is really funny in this map you sent me. Holy shit! We'll we'll post all of these maps on our Insta, and then you can tell us which one you think is the most accurate. Because yeah, there's oh wow, I zoomed in on this map, and there's like actually like um, what's it called? Like oh, like landmarks, so we can actually sort oh. of see. Yeah, I actually opened it up and zoomed in. Like there's a oh, Falconia's here, Wyndham's here. Uh, all that stuff. That so yeah, incredibly helpful. Yeah, we're, oh, we're yeah, being the count now, but the count is here. Yeah, the count's castle's here. So that's cool. Oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah, we'll definitely have to pick these apart more. And if you are a Berserk fan and you have a favorite map or interpretation of how things work, uh, we would also love to hear from you because we like nerding out over this shit. So yeah, no, for for sure. It's it, this is getting more fun. I really I was already having fun, but now that like we're getting into the shits, I'm like, okay, cool. Yes. And now that I, I like today's format um better, actually. Yeah, I and, do too. Yeah, it, it I feel like it helps us keep our thoughts together and for every people reading along or just wanting to know, you know, what's happening, it's easier mm -hmm. to keep track of that rather than, you know, okay, we're talking about a little story and then Oh shit, Cheval and Cal can't stop talking about Right. This it's one like panel. I would like to continue and we're like, this is so pretty and this is wobble. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> Slap. Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna shout out my subreddit that I'm helping to moderate. Um, <laughs> so um funny story. <laughs> Last week I uh, someone in the Guilty Gear subreddit posted about their Potemkin dun, dun, dun. group, and I went to go check it out because uh, Potemkins have helped me a lot in the past couple of months, like, get better, gurus, because dude. they'll just go with you for, like, hours in the park and let you keep trying, even if you keep losing, and I was like, you know what, if there's any I can help because they're having trouble with, like, Zato or whatever, like, I'm not, like, a genius, but, like, maybe I can get, yeah. like, a little, like, <laughs> breakdown or insight to it. Um, 
But I I did, and the admin of the group, we started talking, and we're friends now. He's really cool. Uh, shout out Sir Jance. But, uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he asked me to mo- help moderate it, and I was like, I don't... <laughs> I don't mean Potemkin. <laughs> and he was like, no, I want to have, like, a couple people who, like, don't to help, like, offer insight into things sometimes. And I was like, I mean, okay, if you want me to, if, but, like... If, if you want to, sure. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we just hit 100 members, and if you want to Woo-hoo! check us out, we are at, um... God, I think it is r slash Potemkin mains, but let me double check. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a really cool group of people, and even if you don't main Potemkin, uh, it's just a really fun time. A lot of really cool people, um, and a lot of really good discussion and memes and stuff. So come hang out if you feel like it, or you want to learn about Potemkin fighting styles. So, yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm about to go sub. I actually just realized I didn't follow the Reddit yet. Um, Uh, But yes, it is r slash Potemkin mains. So, uh, yeah, check us out. See if that's your thing. If you do play Guilty Gear, I know most people who listen to this probably don't, but it's fun. Go play it. Um, right. No, yeah. Good. Very good. Very good game and very good subreddit. It's the best subreddit, in my opinion, right now. So, yes. yeah. <laughs> no, um, I've I've recently been playing. Um, this is what I want to talk to you about, because I, I want you to play it whenever yes. you get through your massive backlog, because I know we both have gigantic ones but um we i I, I recently started playing through control like actually like you know sitting down and taking time to play it dude such a good game so fun (laughs) and most of it i'm having fun with is like just the lore and like documents you get to read that are placed everywhere because um for people who don't know control is a game released 2019 um by the same people who made alan wake which was another game that was about supernatural objects and shit, kind of like poking fun and kind of based off of like Stephen King novels and stuff. And Control takes some of that lore and like gives it its own game and world. And um, yeah, so you don't need to play Alan Wake to understand Control. Actually, I think it might be, it might make Alan Wake more clear if you play Control before, because they're actually re-releasing Alan Wake next month. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, it, it's about like the Bureau of Control and basically objects that are connected to the paranatural and like supernatural world. And there's just funny shit like, you know, there's a guy who has to stare at a fridge and guys take like <laughs> shifts staring at the fridge because if nobody's staring ah. at the fridge, they don't know what will happen. Um, you have to fight an anchor that like went rogue. It, it, it's really like, uh. like the main story itself is serious but there's so many like side plots so many departments that you can visit in the office because it takes place in like an infinite office building basically and okay. the combat the, the gameplay is mostly like third person shooter combat right and it's that's solid it's really fun but i really dig the the story and the world building honestly because because the main story is great and i'm almost done with it but I'm more interested in the DLC and kind of, you know, all the other stuff hiding everywhere because part of it is like a solution or like a revelation to what happened at the end of the Alan Wake uh, DLC that came out after the original game. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it it was cool because I didn't know that going into it. I knew it was just made by the same people and they don't really tell you. Yeah. And they, they kind of hinted at it, but it's not integral to the story. So it doesn't matter. So you can play Control and never play Alan Wake and you'll probably be okay, right? Because they kind of explain 
they actually explain everything that happens in Alan Wake in Control, which is really funny. Um, but that's through like documents. It's not even like a main story point at all. So mm-hmm. yeah, I want you I want you to play it just because I think you'd like a lot of like the freaky shit that's going on in it and kind of how they explain how the powers work and how the funniest part of the game to me is that nobody really knows what's going on. Like even the people who work there, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like they'll be like, yeah, this object has gone rogue. Um, I just have been working here for 10 years and I got promoted. So it's my job to look after it. So I'm just kind of here and having that in between such a serious story of like what's happening. It's not like, you know, like there's no, like, you know, like uh super heavy content or anything like that it is pretty uh good though but yeah i just wanted to recommend that control um if you have a ps5 which is all three of you out there um it it was it was free on playstation plus earlier this year so you might have it for free already with all the dlc but um yeah no i've been thoroughly enjoying that and it it was a it's a roadblock to me getting the yakuza kiwami too but i actually do not mind because i'm enjoying it a lot so yeah, yeah, take your time. Also, give me time to catch up because I am so <laughs> behind you, Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, we are. <laughs> I never. I just realized we never finished Mass Effect. We kept meaning to, and then more games. Oh my god! <laughs> I need to finish Mass Effect. Um, you, so you need to finish the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah, not even like the whole series, just the first one. Um, oh shit! That is so funny. Yeah, I need to finish Mass Effect. We need to finish um, uh, Kiwami 1. We need to finish playing Deltarune Chapter 2 right now. Um, we played yeah. like seven fucking hours yesterday, and I looked at the clock, and I was like, Jesus Christ, where did my day go? Um, that, I was gonna this do, was like, a lot longer, right, than the first chapter. Yeah, it's, it's already, we already sunk quite a bit into it. Um the difference is that, like, I feel like the chapter one is more of, like, a tutorial chapter in a way, you know? Like, kind of that right. beginning. Not The whole thing doesn't play like a tutorial, but it's teaching you, like, a lot of concepts about the game and kind of, like, world building and things like that. And then uh, once you get to chapter two, Toby uh, made a, like, hub world for, like, Ooh. everything. So, like... You have, like, a main area to go back to now that has, like, all the shops and, like, people you've recruited and things like that. So you can, like, go back and, like, see those things and, like, get more interactions out of it and stuff. But even, like, story-wise, like, it's expanded a lot. And, like, (laughs) a lot of people have, like, theories and stuff. I'm so bad at, like about games i'm like that i'm like the person who like says the dumbest blandest thing possible and people are like (laughs) yeah we've been new and i'm just like leave me alone um I I get so confused because that's the thing. I've, I beat Undertale probably like three times, three times at this point, right? And mm-hmm. there's still stuff about original Undertale stuff before Deltarune came out that people have theories about that I'm like, what the... F- who's yeah, Gaster? It, what are you talking oh about? What's like, going on? <laughs> I've, read, I've read a decent bit about that and like Sasha has told me about stuff with that, but I still honestly don't know. And honestly, like... um fandom kind of struck again with that one and made me not want to like super explore it because people were yeah. so fucking weird about Gaster and like he's Sansa's boyfriend and I'm like I'm gonna fucking kill you please stop um, why do they always so. make like the worst characters like they try to make them cute or something I don't, I don't know and like the thing is like <laughs> it's so funny to me because Sansa's just like 
a fucking dude, you know? Like, obviously, spoiler redacted stuff, but, like, <laughs> it's... I know it came out forever ago, but still, like, I feel like yeah, if you yeah. play Undertale for the first time, you should go in, like, pretty blind with it. Um, yeah. But, like, it's just... It's just funny to me, and, like, how fandom decides, like, who's gonna be, like, the bicycle of the series or whatever. Um, but, like... It's called the bicycle because everybody rides them. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, all right, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, the one that everybody wants to own. Um, haha. But haha. Haha. Uh, but yeah, it's just I get why Undertale burnt so many people out <laughs> when it comes to the fandom because it was a lot. I'm not even. Yeah. Gonna. Yeah, no. I, like, Undertale fandom is Undertale fandom. I feel like the same way as there. There's so many games like I love a lot, and I know they're pro- like like Danganronpa, right? I I think mm-hmm. last year I played through the whole thing on stream um, on my Twitch, right? And mm-hmm. I like it, and it's great. I still really like Danganronpa, and I didn't think I'd like it as much after replaying it, right? And I actually did like it quite a bit, but I'd never touch fan. I don't even want to know what the fandom's doing with that, right? Because there's, oh, there's don't. There's already so much weird. Well, first of all, one here's the thing. I've I'm, I've come to be honest with myself about like the high school media stuff with the stuff starring high school characters, right? I can watch it. I don't want to be in the discussions about it because one, yes. a lot of the time it's it's kids who are in high school and stuff trying to talk about it, and I want them to do that among themselves. Um, I'm an adult, so if I'm gonna play Ding and Rampa, I'm gonna talk to my adult friends about it, and uh, <laughs> and we're gonna keep it that way. So right. Yeah, and that's kind of how I feel about Undertale is like Undertale has such a wide appeal. Like right. I feel like because of Toby Fox is, you know, involved like he's been around for a while and he was involved in like Homestuck stuff. So, you know, yeah. a lot of those people are older <laughs> now, so they play Undertale and uh Delta right. Rune. So like that one is kind of hard because so many different people play it. Because younger kids play Undertale too, right? Right. And I get so like iffy about discussions about it because i know a lot of people who play undertale are older but at the same time it's a lot of teenagers and, I, and you just want to like, separate yourself from those things no i yeah I agree. yeah and like i think that i just think it's good to like you know create i think it's fine to f- create fan content but as someone who has like been in fandom over the years and like written fanfic, drawn fan art, um, been to conventions basically solely for the reason of, like, buying fan art or fan merch and, like, cosplaying. Like, I've done a lot with it, but the older I get, the more I realize that, like, fandom is such a tricky place to be because you're cramming so many different people, like you said, into, like, one umbrella and they don't all fit together and that's where you get like you know like weirdo adults who like talk kids and groom them and stuff and not saying every adult is that don't come at me i don't want to talk about it with you Um, It's, it's like that one post where um it's like that tumblr post where somebody's like Hey kids, get out of this discussion. This is for adults, and I'm going to talk about it. So get off the internet. And then somebody says, right. "Steven Universe is for children." And then the yes. very first thing the person responds with is, "Let me go. On, let me explain the nuance." Let me to this. let me let me backtrack. And it's like, yeah. Okay, yeah, explain that one. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like the. I feel like 
this kind of came into like the public consciousness because it's been an ongoing thing in fandom, you know. Oh yeah. But I feel like it really came into like, <laughs> you know, the public eye with My Little Pony, and like yes. how Bronies yes. acted because My Little Pony is a kids show, one hundred percent. Like it is a kids show. It is a kids show. If you like My Little Pony, that's fine. I've watched episodes. I enjoyed it. My yeah, girlfriend used yeah. to really like My Little Pony. You know, like, it's it's fine to enjoy kids' things. I collect toys and, like, plushies and I stuff. Fig- I collect figs and stuff, yeah. Yeah, like, Figurines, we... <laughs> I read a lot of YA, you know, like, it's, it's fine to consume things like that, but it's important to recognize who the audience is for and make sure that you, as an adult are vetting what circles your stuff is getting into as much as you can, you know? And, like, if you are having adult discussions, making sure that's on a platform where, like, you know, only other adults can see and that kids aren't going to, like, Google it and find it. I think with Steven... I don't remember when this started, but I saw it... Steven Universe for the first time, where, like, people would tag their not-safe-for-work art of the adults, um... Like, well, uh, yeah. obviously people draw well, shitty underage stuff, but like, whenever they had the fusion between the two kids in the show, people really uh, uh, they, they, they tried the hardest that their their, their right. ages added together, y'all. Yeah, what's uh, that? Oh, Jesus Christ! Um, God, sorry, I just started thinking about everything I don't like about the universe, but um, Stevani, that's what it was. Sorry, I had to yes. put that back in your brain. <laughs> no, yeah, but um. People created a separate tag for the not safe for work stuff that people could find it. I think it was under like Stefan Galaxy or something like that. It was like, you know, it was the same thing, but it was like. Yes, like a parody so name. It was like. Yeah. It was vague enough so you wouldn't just stumble upon it, you know, because it was a separate right. name. And that was the first time I really saw that. And like. I kind of appreciated that in a way because it meant that it was somewhat harder to just like find porn yeah and just like yeah not even fine just like come across it like on the internet in the wild you know and like yeah i think that's important and i know a lot of people will disagree with me on that but like i was exposed to things as a kid that i shouldn't have been exposed to and oh, i yeah, really no. i'm I not one of those people who are like oh like back in my day blah 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 which i like i say stuff like that sometimes but it's usually jokey but it's like you can acknowledge when things weren't good you know like i'm not saying kids aren't going to seek out not safe for work content we all clicked the yes i'm 18 thing on a website yes come on y'all like don't lie um but but like i think it's important to have at least some kind of barrier so that kids who maybe will be stopped by that don't just stumble into it so right that's all i'm saying I, i feel like that's the thing right is that we all share this piece of media. Like, it's already bad enough that we have, like, Rule 34 stuff just on Twitter, right? Just in general. Um, because, you know, like, Guilty Gear, for instance, right? That is a fighting game. It is not a, you know, age-restricted fighting game. It's not, you know, um, a fighting game that's for a specific age group. It's, you know, kids will play fighting games. And if you search Guilty Gear on Twitter, oh boy, you're going to get it. You're going to get every single... Oh character under the sun doing jacko pose with or without clothes so yeah i, I mean <laughs> it it's just i feel like people just need to like because that's the thing when it was on tumblr i feel like i had to go like search for those things 
or like follow somebody or something right? right and then i'd like be involved in those things but like you have such open platforms now like twitter where it's like you can just come across and like wild yeah. shit like you can come across like if you just if you're a kid and you want to search your tag like oh i like um literally any video game or any kind of media right now and then you know you might come across something so yeah i i like that's the thing i'm not like sitting here saying like don't draw art if you don't want to draw art of stuff right which i am to a certain extent we've talked about this before but (laughs) but you know i like the alternate tag that kids won't find or blocking or like having a private page that if people want to see your stuff they'd have to follow you and you have to verify the age and yeah one more thing i'm going to say about this is Adults, whether you're sharing art or arguing with people online about the nuances of, you know, the gay community or whatever the fuck theory you're discussing, for the love of God, check each other's bios and see how old the other person is. If you're arguing with somebody younger than you, like, I'm not talking about like two years younger than you, right? Like, don't be a dick and stop arguing with a 23 year old, right? But (laughs) if you're 25, argue with 16 year olds on the internet. That's my point. That's my point. Don't, <laughs> don't argue with 16-year-olds. Don't argue with kids, right? And just right. Uh, remove yourself from the situation. It, it's not – you're not going to teach a kid anything online. Let's just put it that way, right? You're yeah. not going to do that. And, like, if a kid learns something online, it's going to be something that they discover on their own. It's probably not going to be an adult, quote-unquote, putting them in their place or whatever. Because, like, think about when you were a kid. Like, when I was a kid, if someone said something to me like that, I was like, man, fuck you. You don't know me. You know, like, <laughs> like it became a spite yeah. response almost. And I was like, well, I'm going to do it anyways. But, like, I don't know. I cannot tell you how many times I have, like, looked at a thread and been like, man, what the f- fuck kind of theory is like what kind of praxis is this and i go to their page and they're like 14 on twitter yeah. they learned what praxis like, meant the day before and they kind of still don't know what it means right so. or like the people who are like oh fucking uh lesbian discourse stuff you know like it's so stupid and like i'll come across stuff and i'm like that is the dumbest thing i've ever read and then i go to their profile and they're 15 and i'm like Mm-hmm. We'll get there. And oh, I just that's think that's the dumbest thing. Yeah. Right. Because when you are young, you say dumb shit. Like, I'm not saying everything kids say is stupid. I'm just saying that, like, as someone who was that age at one point, like yeah. 10 years ago, Jesus Christ. Um, like, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, like, as someone who was that age at a point, like, I said a lot of things around that point very confidently. I would not say with my whole chest anymore because I was wrong and I Mm -hmm. had to acknowledge that and, you know, fess up to it later and be like, you know, that was a shitty thing of me to say or I shouldn't have, like, talked about someone else's gender like that and I shouldn't have, like, dictated someone's orientation like that or whatever, you know, like, it's, it's a complicated, nuanced thing and I... You know, I'll probably get to like thirty or forty and be like, "Man, when I was twenty-seven, I said some dumbass shit on oh, my yeah. podcast." Is, you know, this dumb <laughs> shit I I probably said and thought like last year, like literally. Oh my god, know, literally. Right? Like, it, it, like it's, you it's grow, amazing. and that's okay. And like, I think people should have room to grow, but like, I think the internet is a really bad place to do it. And I do agree with you about Tumblr being a lot better for those kinds of things. Like, I know we shit on Tumblr all the time because it is quite literally a hell site but like it's not necessarily 
because of the users, in my opinion. It's more because of, right. like, the format. Because, like, you could tag things. You could block things. You could block tags really easily because we had XKit. You could, like, you know, cultivate little blog circles and stuff. And stuff wasn't, like, cross-promoted to you nearly as much. So you didn't have to, like, see something from, like, a corner of the internet you judiciously avoid like I do and then like Twitter everything's just out like your entire ass is out for the world to see the entire time and there's like no tagging system and there's no real archive because it only saves your pictures from like a year back and like just like all this shit and it's so fucking stupid because I know I have more pictures in there that you are not showing me you know and it's just like makes me sad that that's like the platform default by now that yeah, like Instagram yeah. is kind of taking that over too with like the TikTok shit they're doing and I like there's no way to really oh, promote God. yourself on either of those properly anymore. It's just like a fucking hellscape. It's like a second job, but I just I really feel <laughs> like we should return to form and go yeah. back to like Blogspot and Tumblr. Like that's right. just how I feel. Right. About it. I feel like it's just more. It's just. It's just better to filter stuff. It, it just yes. is, and and, and right. we should be allowed to have discussions in adult spaces, and then be able to have those separate from kids, so that we don't fuck kids up. Because I don't. Right. <laughs> I'm tired of adults claiming children's media that was literally yes, yes. Your the children's media has hidden jokes. Obviously, they all do now, right? It, it's because. Yeah. They put the jokes in there for the parents that have to watch shit with their kids sometimes, right? Yeah, it, and I mean, like, Looney Tunes and shit did that, too. Like, it's not yeah, a new thing. It's, it's something cartoonists do because they like to slip funny jokes. And some of them are fucking perverts. But, like, you know, like, yes. it's... Like, for the most part, it, it happens. But that doesn't mean, like, the content is for you. Exactly. Exactly. And... Yeah, no, I'm I'm glad we always talk about this because I feel like every time we talk about it, we can like like uh, articulate it better. Yeah, but, no, yeah. <laughs> I think we come back each time with a little more like listen. But um, yeah, like I I agree <laughs> with what we were originally talking about, like with Delta Rune and Undertale and stuff, like because it does have such a broad fan base. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, like I interacted with it mostly on Tumblr back when uh, Undertale was really big, and so like see like kind of the migration to twitter and stuff i'm like ooh, i don't know if i want to like yeah <laughs> i don't know if i want to do that but um yeah i just as always i think as an adult it is your responsibility to make sure you are being responsible on the internet because kids don't always know better and kids yeah. are gonna take your lead and if you back off, they will likely back off too. So yes, yeah, just you know, learn how to communicate with kids by not communicating with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. don't don't argue with seventeen year old about like pronouns or anything. Just don't do it. It's not yeah, worth it. It's not it, fun. If, Everybody cries at the end. If somebody pops into your mentions and they're like, "He, him, was me," it doesn't make any sense. Just just don't talk to them. Just just block them. Yeah, you no know, matter how old they are, actually, just block them. <laughs> yeah, block that. <laughs> All right. Block well, hey, hey, guys, listen, this is a lot cleaner than it was the first time we recorded. And really glad we got to. Christ. 
<laughs> we record this. Yeah. Because, um, you know, we were, we were both debating. We were like, eh, maybe we can clean it up. And then, you know, I think we were both just like, let's just re-record it. We yeah. do a lot better that way. Um, I think we like finished it, and I was like, that was bad. We should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, I think, I think we, st- we turned Craig off and uh, Cal immediately was like, I am so sorry. <laughs> It was it was funny because I was like I didn't think it was that bad, but you know I'm I'm just glad we um got through it again and we got through another yes. episode, got through a couple more chapters, and you know the way the summaries go, we might start cramming a few more in there just because yeah no um, we might be able to get through stuff quicker yeah get through stuff quicker there, there's a couple chapters I know for sure are literally just like mostly fight scenes coming up so we can definitely try to cram that in there but yeah um. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to yet another episode of Let's Unpack That. Um, you can follow us on all of the social media. We have several different names because uh, names are taken because the internet has been around since uh, 2000 and forever. So we're on Twitter. We're at Let's Unpack. Uh, sorry. At Let's underscore unpack underscore it. Um, on Instagram, we're um, Unpack That Pod. And our Gmail is we're unpacking it at gmail.com. So yeah, if you have anything that you guys want to say to us or anything like that, go to any of those platforms, comment on something, uh, shoot us an email. Interact with us. Interact, please. Share our shit uh, if you think something we said was funny. And yeah, um, we're on all platforms now. We're on Apple now. We, we are officially yes. on Apple, Spotify, all the big ones. So if you Great were sense. waiting to use that platform, you can delete that app you don't like anymore. <laughs> yes, we are sorry that. about that. Apple's yeah. weird. Yeah, Apple was very strange. So if you have an iPhone and you prefer to use that, um, you can do that now. And uh, yeah, that's all I that's all I had to add. Um, got anything else? No, I think that is it for this week. But thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will see you next Wednesday. Yeah, catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye.